Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jonathan, and today I am going to talk about my first year in real estate. So a lot of people are aware that the first year in real estate is really, really, really difficult. It's a huge growth period. It's an investment period. Just like any business, your first year is usually not profitable. But I want to go through what I did and some of the mistakes that I made, and hopefully that will help you if you're starting your new career in real estate. As I was finishing my courses for real estate, I started to interview brokerages. I was trying to be very proactive. So basically what I did is I, I picked five brokerages that I was interested in. I reached out to the broker of record, which is basically like the, the lead agent or the manager within a brokerage. And I talked to them about what they had to offer and one of the main things that I was looking for, I didn't care about commission splits because if you're at a new brokerage and you don't know how to sell anything, then getting 95% of the commission doesn't matter because you're not getting any commission. So the main thing I was looking for was mentorship opportunity. And one thing that I didn't look for that I kind of wish that I looked for that now I know about is a good cultural fit. So those are two things that I would really recommend if you're a new agent going to a, or looking for a real estate brokerage, mentorship and good cultural fit. I'll briefly describe what I went through. So I started out at a big brokerage, a big well-known brokerage, which I didn't have a negative experience. I actually really liked the brokerage, but I just found that I felt like a number at that brokerage. And although I was successful and I did well being there, I would not attribute that success to the brokerage itself. And I wish I had been on a smaller team that was more supportive, uh, kind of like where I am now. So that took me a while to figure out, but that's something that I definitely recommend looking into. So in my first few months, I actually, when I finished my courses, I completely ran out of money. And I was supposed to be doing my MBA my master's of business administration. So I had a line of credit for that. But <laughs> I basically came to this point where I could decide between continuing school or continuing in real estate. And I had already invested a lot of time and money into real estate by doing the courses. So I figured I'm going to double down on real estate for now, and then I'll go back to my MBA later on. So what I did is I took my line of credit, I had a very small line of credit, and I mapped out my next three months financially. I figured out how much I had to spend on living and food, and then the rest I was gonna invest into my business. And I basically just didn't give myself an option to fail because if I failed, I would not only be broke, but I'd also be in debt. So I decided I was gonna work about 60 to 80 hours a week and if I didn't have anything to do in that time, I was marketing. I was trying to find new clients. I was trying to learn about new systems, about my area, about different types of land, all that sort of stuff. And my theory was if I put in the work for a few months, it'll pay off. Now, I got to month three and I hadn't sold anything. And fortunately, as we approached the end of month three, I ended up making a sale. I ended up making three sales actually, but the difficulty up to that point, like the emotional difficulty was definitely there. It was really hard to keep going when 
I wasn't sure whether I was actually going to make money. There were several times where I thought, what am I doing? Should I just cut my losses now and go back to a regular job? I decided I would stick out the three months, see what happens, put all my effort into it. And then by month three, I ended up making three sales. And by month five, I believe I was at 10 sales. And by month seven, I was at 12 sales. Now, this is not a typical amount of sales for someone's first year. Normally, I believe it's one to two sales in your first year. So this is not something you could expect. But what I will say is if you put in the effort, the results will come. That said, though, there were things that were really difficult. When I got my first client, I actually I didn't know what I was doing. And fortunately, I reached out to another agent on Instagram and she was able to walk me through how to fill out an offer form and just what clauses I needed in that and that sort of stuff. So she was really instrumental in helping me with my first sale. I, I did have managers as well, but there's only a few managers at a brokerage, so they're harder to get a hold of. And sometimes when you're writing an offer, it is, it's very timely. So you need someone to respond right away. And even five minutes can be really stressful. Even if it takes them five minutes to respond, I was trying to find somebody else to answer my question because I felt like I was in a rush. So how did I get to 12 sales in seven months? I didn't have a lot of money left over after my expenses. So I tried to look into as many free services that I could as far as marketing and advertising. Some of the free platforms I used were Facebook and Instagram. And then a low cost platform that I utilized was Kijiji. I put an ad up on Kijiji and I put different posts up in different groups on Facebook. And then I started trying to build an Instagram page. Honestly, the Instagram page took a while, so I don't think I can attribute any sales to Instagram in my first year, but Facebook was really helpful and different social media platforms were really helpful. Another thing I did was I went and met with local professionals. So I met with law firms, I met with mortgage brokers, and I met with insurance advisors. And I basically introduced myself and said I was new to real estate and said that I was willing to refer clients to them if they would refer clients to me. And that helped me to establish myself within my community. One thing that I learned in my first year is that it's really important to recognize your strengths and your weaknesses. If you're somebody that's very social and very bubbly, then one form of marketing that might work really well is door knocking or going and joining a social club and then meeting new clients that way. But if you're more of a computer person and you like social media and you like doing videos and photography, then that's another way or another avenue that you can utilize to meet new clients and interact with clients in that way. Another thing is we all have a certain personality type and we get along with people better than other people. So you could be more geared towards an investor client or a first time home buyer. I found out early on that the people that I usually work best with are often analytical or investor clients and recreational property clients. And it just worked out that way because I have a background in finance. So I'm very analytical and I'm able to provide a lot of data. Whereas somebody else might be very bubbly outgoing, as I said before, and really want to help somebody with their first home purchase and get really excited about that. That is not something that I was super excited about. I found that stressful. So I found that it was beneficial for me to focus on investor and recreational property clients. 
or luxury properties. And even though I hadn't worked with a lot of investor clients or recreational property clients before I started, obviously, I was fairly used to providing data analysis and giving a really in-depth approach with my background in accounting and finance. So I found that I fit really well with these type of clients. Whereas maybe working with a first time home buyer, it's more about the emotional process of that because everything's new. You're introducing them to the fees and the money that's going to be required to purchase a property, who they're going to need to talk to. It's not just a realtor. You're also introducing them to a lawyer, to a mortgage broker, and basically just to the process overall. So when you work in real estate, you're an entrepreneur, you're self-employed, and that means you have a lot of different tasks, but there are things that you need to focus on. Marketing and generating leads is one huge one because without marketing and lead generation, you don't have any other parts of the business. You can't sell a house to somebody that doesn't exist. So that's, that's probably your biggest one. I'd say that's 90% of the job. And second is treating that client like they're the most important person in the world because as soon as you get one client if you treat them well that one client knows at least a few people that also have homes or also maybe buying a home and that means you can double your clientele at least double your clientele one of the things that I did is I made sure that my clients were treated as if they were my close personal friends or family and I remember one client that I had I think it was my second client that I had and um, it was a nightmare to try and find them a place. Like we had found places that they liked, we had made offers and we kept losing out on the offers just because of budgetary restraints and location restraints. And it actually took a really long time before I was able to find them a cottage. But in the meantime, we were working with their mortgage broker, getting their pre-approvals in place, getting all their paperwork in place. And their mortgage broker was really impressed with the way I was handling things as their realtor and midway through the process of me helping my clients find their cottage, the mortgage broker asked me if I would be willing to work with him as his realtor to sell him a house because he was so impressed. Out of that one transaction, I actually ended up getting two transactions based on a referral and based on the amount of work and the, the amount of effort that I was putting in. So that's something to always keep in mind. Work with people you like working with and treat them really, really well.